Thank you for joining us. We are your hosts, Max Trilopa and David Tooney. We welcome you to this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell stories and learn from listening. All right, so Tony Bush, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. Thanks. Nice to have you. Proud to be here. So this is our first episode of the school year, and so actually, as the guy who started the podcast, I can't wait to also introduce uh, Max Chalupa, who's going to be our student Hello. producer this year. So Max, welcome uh, to the team here, man. I'm very excited. <laughs> cool, cool. So uh, Tony, like, welcome to Spring Lake. Thanks. I'm a storyteller too, so you give me one question, I'll just go for 30 minutes. Perfect. That's <laughs> hey, great. No cutting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no cutting necessary at all. Well, let's see. Well, then what's the right one question? Well, let's just start with like, you know, as an introduction to to students, but parents maybe as well. Like, where where are you come? What your educational journey to, oh, to this? I know, which is extensive, and yes, but you, you came directly from Thornapple Kellogg. That's the most recent. That's right? the shortest story, right there. Yep, <laughs> yep. I was an assistant principal at Thornapple Kellogg High School last year. Yep. Okay, but before, and you've had teaching experience twenty years. Yep, and that was in band. Band. Well, okay. music. A whole bunch of different kinds. In of music. music. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean by that? Actually, so I taught band, choir, yeah. jazz band, rock oh, band. Wow. Yep. Rock band? band? Rock there band. There was a rock band, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a class? Well, it was, it, <laughs> yeah, it was called jazz band, but I had like four or five rock bands that met in different little practice rooms, and I would just hover between all of them. Um, a guitar class, too. I forgot about that. But yeah, so it was, oh. it was one of the coolest classes I taught. That's amazing. That is yeah, awesome. Really fun. <laughs> yeah. what would be, what's your rock band? Do you have a rock band? I ha- actually... Okay, funny enough, remember when the rock band thing was popular, like the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So guitar my bro- hero or yeah, Guitar Hero and Rock Band and stuff. My brother and I, I made a, I made us some shirts. We were Smoked Gouda. That was the name of our <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. That was the name of our rock band, rock band. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so, um, and then uh, so here, this is one thing that's re- I don't know, and no, my experience is really limited. Is that uh, like an art teacher of so, of sorts right music teacher going into administration mm-hmm. i'm super curious about that choice i i mean maybe you say oh yeah this is pretty common i i don't know it i know a few others but i would i have no idea i don't know the percentages of anything but i have not i know one other that was in our area i know of others that have tried or you know are trying to become administrators so it's not foreign okay um, okay yeah. so what what was your like experience to go from you know teacher to to administrator because there was another gig in there too right between your teaching career and then coopersville and that job was so i I was there for four years um i did uh auditorium management but i also helped um facilitate growth with fine arts programs so Mm -hmm. and then i was their online principal when uh covid shutdown happened (laughs) but yeah that joyous time. Nope. Not joyous. <laughs> no, at all. no, not at all. Yeah. Just the worst. It yeah, was the so, worst. Yeah. So I am curious about that, that transition from te- being a teacher to saying, I think I'd like to get into sure. you know, administration. It, you know, without preparing a speech for you, uh, yeah. it's pretty simple. It's the same routine I've had for quite a while. Um, I wanted to be a professional tuba player. Um, at my senior year in high school, uh, Strike that. I wanted to be a Marine for quite a few years in high school. And then 
the Marine recruiters in my house making my mom cry. That's that's like the whole memory of the ending of that story that I have. <laughs> uh, my cousin was a Marine, and, and I looked up to him, of course. But um, Well, wait, but, but so I actually need to ask. So sure. when mom cried, yeah. you're like, all right, I won't well, do it? Well, pair that with uh, my now wife, then girlfriend's father was a music teacher, and he was he was saying, you got to go to college. And at that time, I had a job at Pepsi, and my family was like, Pepsi's a great company to work for. You should work your way up the ranks. You know, why would you go to, they didn't say why would you go to college, but that was sort of, it wasn't a big deal. I had a 2.0 in high school. I actually hated school. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to college was like the last thing on my list. And my now father-in-law, then girlfriend's father, mm-hmm. was like, you you have something to offer. You need to go to college. You need to go to college. Mm-hmm. And so I between mom crying and father-in-law-to-be, saying you need to go to college. All right, I'll try. But I'm only going to go to Michigan, Michigan State, maybe Western, because they have the best tuba teachers in Michigan. And my counselors at the high school were like, uh, you have a 2.0, 18 on the ACT. You're not going any of those places. I'm like, well, that's the only places I'm going. Community college doesn't even have a tuba instructor. So uh, there's a long story there if you want me to ever go into it. Uh, any rate, got to Michigan State, was a performance major. So you did get it. You I got it. That's the long story. You want it? I'll give well, it to you. I mean, yeah, it's sure. Super, I feel right. like, yeah, so let's go. Right? I, I applied <laughs> to all three, auditioned to all three. All three called home saying, here's some scholarship. You need to come to all three of those universities. Mm. And then so I you know, applied. And uh, academically, I got into Western. I'm not sure how. Uh, Michigan called and said, the dean of music called and said, he has to retake the ACT at the time. Um, The score is too low. You know, we can't take him. And I was on the other side of the phone. My mom was on the phone with the guy. And I'm like, I'm not taking that test again. I hated it. And she's like, you have to. I'm like, I'm not going to. So I couldn't go to U of M. MSU uh, said, I don't care about ACT, but your GPA is too low. Uh, You're not... Um, I got a letter saying, you know, because of your academic history, you're not allowed to come here, basically. Mm, mm. And uh, so I called the band director there and I said, I can't come. He's like, let me do something. (laughs) Reapply. So I don't remember exactly what the reapplying thing was, but I literally still in my keepsakes have two letters that said, because of your academic standing, you cannot come to Michigan State. He said, let me do. uh, That's ridiculous. Let me. I have a third letter that says, because of your academic history, you can come to Michigan State. <laughs> like, I felt like an athlete the whole time. <laughs> like, I, you know, whatever. So the tuba got me to Michigan State. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, okay, we, we can dive into tuba later if we have time. Sure. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So must be quite a player. I mean, honestly, to get – okay, yeah. For, yeah, it was fine. I was good. But mm-hmm. the uh, that's a whole other yeah. podcast. Yeah. So um, so at any rate – two years of performance at Michigan State and the band director pulled me aside and said, you have too much personality to be stuck in an orchestra with three trombone players. You need to be oh. teaching. And I'm like, I hate school. Not, I don't even like this school. <laughs> like at Michigan State, you know, uh, you know, I, I failed so many credits at Michigan State as well. Um, just because I, I have ADHD and I don't care about things. Therefore, I focus on what I care about and don't focus on what I don't. And mm-hmm. so it's not personal. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Um, it's how I was built. So, uh, anyway, I listened to him and I switched to Ed, but I fully intended to go to Juilliard that after six years of mm. undergrad, cause now I had four more to go for education for my master's in performance. Like I'll just do this on the side. I'll do this for fun, for keepsakes, for whatever. Um, got to student teaching and fifth grade flute players were like, Mr. Bush, you're the coolest teacher ever. I'm like, 
dang kids, you're the coolest students ever, you know? <laughs> and then I, I did, was a full-time sub uh, music teacher in Saline, Michigan, where I did my student teaching for the next year. And the kids loved me and I loved them. I'm like, forget Juilliard. I'm going to be a teacher. Like yeah. I fell in love with the profession. So then I was a music teacher for, you know, whatever, 17, 18, 20 years, uh, loving kids, loving music, yeah. period. Yeah. Right? So um, uh, my buddy recruited me up to um, Coopersville to take on that new job and sort of do what I did in Allendale, but on an administrative level. Uh, and then there, uh, fell in love with helping teachers the same way I was, I'm a, I'm a people person like this right here is super fun. I could do this all day long. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. tell me to do paperwork. Okay. I'll do the paperwork cause I have to, but like having conversations, living, you know, with people in their path and doing whatever with them, that's where, that's where mm-hmm. I, I meant to be. So, so my buddies who are mostly principals now, um, started as teachers and now all moved up. They're like, you, you have a personality for this and you love working with teachers. You should be a principal mm-hmm. and you already mm-hmm. love kids. Um, I'm, I'm the type because well, of my music probably, but, uh, I'm pretty accessible to all types. I'm not, I'm not pigeonholed into brainiacs. I'm not pigeonholed into nerds or dorks. You know, I, our athletes uh, pretty much, I think most people can come talk to me and I can talk to most people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and you connect that though, to the arts, to, to music, would you say? I don't know. Okay. I, maybe. Um, okay. cause it with band, for example, marching band, I got every kind of kid in there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if every club or niche has every kind of kid, right. a certain type of kid, you know, or whatever. Right. Like my rock bands were a certain type of kid. Not every kid showed up to that class. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Um, you know, so, it is what it is. So but I, a marching band is bigger, and it's sort of yeah, it's the mainstream of of music music yeah. education. And there's niches inside, like a drummer is a drummer, you uh-huh, know? and uh-huh. then the flute player is a flute player, and <laughs> and so inside the class, there's already all those different types of people, you know, mm-hmm. that are are drawn to those certain things, and I'm dealing with all of them the same way mm-hmm. all the time. So, so at any rate, I, I think, you know, my father-in-law saying you should do this. You have more to offer. My band director at Michigan state saying you should do this. You have more to offer my friends and my colleagues at Coopersville saying you have, you should do this. You have more to offer is how I got here. Hmm. You know what I mean, it, mm-hmm. it drove me to being a servant of who needs serving, yeah. <laughs> which today is you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. So, I mean, Juilliard, right. The dream of Juilliard yeah. and is a, We'll need to get into this a different day, but I have an oddly similar um, path, but for theater mm-hmm. um, and some other dreams. And then you get hit in the face with education and, you know, it's a different different thing. Mm-hmm. But is there a, I got to ask, is there like regret on that Juilliard great- path or do you feel really satisfied? Did you did you go down that path far enough? I, I don't know. That's a great question. So uh my first four years of teaching, which was at Grand Rapids Christian High School, um, I taught uh, all the freshman level music classes, so uh, orchestra, jazz band, band, and choir. Um, and I was terrible at classroom management, had no confidence in it, you know, just like every new teacher, most new teachers. Uh, so I asked my wife till this day, I would come home every third day, be like, today's a performance day. Like I made a big mistake, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm horrible at this. There's no, those kids don't listen to me and I don't, you know, I'm not effective. Uh, once I got to Allendale and decided I would be good at classroom management, which is really the, the trick, uh, those thoughts all went away. I've always performed, um, on the side. So West, I call it West Shore Symphony. It's called West Michigan Symphony now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played with them since college, so since oh. 1996, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Sometime I was full-time, and, and 
this year I'm actually a full-time sub, but I, I, with four kids, I moved down to just being a sub for them. But, um, so I get my fix performing with them. Mm -hmm. I, I perform bass um, at church. Uh, I've played trumpet at weddings and, you know, I, I get my fix performing wise. Um, Ego wise, every so often it'd be like, oh, wouldn't it have been fun to play Mahler two with the Grand Rapids Symphony mm -hmm. as their tuba player? You know, <laughs> I have those moments here and there, but it's never regret. It's it's just like, wouldn't it be fun? Yeah. yeah okay. Um, those first four years, though, there was definitely like n almost not joking around. Like this was a performance day. Like mm. I made a grave error, and mm. then the next day would be some kid would. I love you, Mister. Oh, I, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> you know, and obviously I never left. So. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So. I'm, I am curious what drew you to Spring Lake. Like, yeah. why here? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm fairly um, missional in in my work, uh, meaning I want to be useful and I want to be effective. Um, so, if I'm in a place, and that hasn't really happened so much in my other locations I've been in, but uh, if I can see that, oh man, they need me, they need something I have, they need my spirit, they need my energy, they need my whatever it is, and I want, I want to give that, you know what I mean? So when Ben Army called, Mr. Army, uh, and said, hey, there's a position open, and I want you to be aware of it, is how he, <laughs> how he framed it, which was really nice. I've never been called for a job like that so much, so it was really nice. Uh, I actually told him, uh, don't be offended if I don't apply, because um, I was actually having a blast at TK, mm -hmm. and uh, I felt like um, parts of me were needed there and I was doing good work there. Um, and, and in fact, I, I'll be honest, I lament not finishing my work there a lot, mm, actually. Mm. Um, however, uh, Spring Lake's always been right here. I, 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 my boat is not far from here at mm. Grand Isle Marina. Mm -hmm. Um, my, uh, in-laws lived here for a long time, uh, technically Grand Haven, but not far. Um, and, uh, um, I'm in Hudsonville, but I'm on this side of Hudsonville, so it's a 20-minute drive. Oh, okay. And, and most of our, like, weekend vacations are out this way to like, Lake Michigan. So Spring Lake's always been here. Um, Coopersville and Allendale always looked up to Spring Lake in mm -hmm. every way possible for data of <laughs> any sorts, you yeah. know, test scores and graduation rates and all that stuff. So Spring Lake's always been there as the place to be, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when, when Ben called and, and my wife's like, it's a 20-minute drive and you've always thought Spring Lake was a great place to be and there was things here that people needed me for, mm -hmm. I have a mission then, I'm sold. And then the rest was up to you guys. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. All right, so then, so coming now to to um today, uh, so it seems like you've hit the ground running pretty hard with some of the things you've done here. I mean, we've seen club posters posted in our hallways, which I've heard have been accredited to you. Um, you and Mr. Armin making the new um dress code, which a lot of kids have supported, especially after last year when we had those. There was like a week or two of kids protesting the dress code and breaking mm -hmm. it constantly. Um, what are your visions now? Because, yeah, it looks like you've already been very busy. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, Mr. Army, when, took, when he took over the job, um, had a playbook of what he wanted to see happen here. And I'm merely a tool in that. So don't give me credit for anything. It's all <laughs> Mr. Army, and I'm just a soldier that's executing. So, um, so, yeah, it's about mutual respect. I think I said that in all of our class meetings. Um, I... I I'm here for the people. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy, even though you're 13 to 18 years old, I enjoy sitting down and talking to you. I, I hope people see that in the cafeterias and anytime I can, I enjoy that wholeheartedly. Every type of person. So there's nobody outside of the realm of I'm going to sit next to you at some point and talk to you. Um, and that's respect. You know, and, and for us, I think the dress code was bringing some of it up to date. It wasn't just 
us trying to give kids something. It was actually like, here, here's the 21st century, what's the 21st century school look like that's built on mutual respect? And some of it is meeting halfway. Other things is, this is the 21st century. This is how people dress now. We can, you know, like hats, for example. You know, I, I, there's argument, you can't please anybody. Let me just put that out there right now. Everybody, you hear me? You can't please everybody. <laughs> um, the, the hat thing. Uh, you can you can argue that certain places you shouldn't have a hat because it's respect, but you go to those places now and a lot of people do. And then there's soldiers. Will soldiers take off hats? Do they always take off their hats? Um, you know, at church, do they always take off? Oh, do they always take off their hats? I don't know. It, there's there's a lot of that kind of stuff. So are we not teaching it, or are we reflect? Are, are we leading culture? Are we reflecting culture? And what's our job in all of that? The biggest. So that you can't make everybody happy. You're gonna be on one side or the other. I'm not even gonna tell you what side I'm on on either of those things. Here's the thing that hit me though. There, are, there is a, a type of job out there that is normal. A professional will have a ball cap on, a uh, construction worker, diesel mechanic, whatever else. And for me, those kids coming here, or the, any kid that wants to be anything, coming here and seeing this is what a professional looks like and you can go out and do it and you'll be respected equally to the person that's in a tie like I am right now. That's huge for me. So the hat rule is... We can all fight it on both sides of anything every day, but it was really about respect and respecting everybody's where they're coming from, what they're looking for, what their heroes are, all those kind of things. And the hats sort of reflects that for me. So that's where that's at with, with that. Yep. And uh, will kids abuse it? Yeah. Anybody will abuse anything, you know. So should I get rid of hats because that kid wore a, a hat that's inappropriate in some way? No. I, I, I don't think I was talking to that one kid and we'll get it figured out. It's about respect and it's respecting the whole team which is all 850 of us you know mm -hmm. so and same thing with the clothing and same thing with the, any other rules that you just mentioned but for for mr army i think it, it was it's it's really what what are the hurdles between the teachers and the students what are the hurdles between teachers and administration and let's get rid of the ones that we can get rid of so that we can be here together and be here like if i'm suspending you for your hat well, you're not here learning and that's that's impractical. Like that's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't even be part of the discussion anymore. You know, so I don't know if that answers it. And Mr. Army, if you're listening, I hope this answers it in your way too. <laughs> yeah, I, but but I am curious. So like, okay, is the same true for the club? So I, I'll say that I, I'll say that uh, there does seem even for me like some oh um, fresh energy for for the clubs. I think you made these these posters that simply sort of celebrated them and made students aware. Was that an idea you had that you'd adopted or what I, I don't know or sure. or more importantly is than these posters is like your general energy for clubs is that uh like why do you have that what do you think is the value of this wide variety of clubs and right yeah uh root one is ben told me to do it uh, yeah. mr army told me to do it. <laughs> even more important mr furton told me to do it he's like we gotta get kids in clubs we gotta get kids in clubs uh, so yes, there's a directive and uh -huh. a, an administrative move towards getting kids included, you know, uh -huh. every kind of kid. Let's find out the niche we need. For example, Dungeons and uh, you know, Dragons. Like, <laughs> Exploding that's a, mass. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, uh, if, for those of you out there, 87 kids first day signed up for Dungeons and Dragons. And it's ridiculous. We are still getting some every couple of days. Like every now and again, I get a kid going up, oh, sign me up. And I think we've gained like five or six people <laughs> since that day. If you hit 100, we better be in the newspaper. That's yeah, that's, that would be something. Yeah. So, uh, so, so that is you know, the motivation yeah. probably behind it, and obviously the financing, the posters were a little expensive. But um, the art is mine, so I'll yeah. take the credit okay. for that. Yeah. I, I enjoy that kind of like uh, 
uh, photoshopped like multi-layered thing like hiding the spring lake logo in the back you know and then uh ben uh, mr army sorry talked a lot about school pride and so that's where the pride came from we are lakers you know and mm-hmm. proud and even if it's for there is no even for you know what i mean like that's it's right. all of it so um so that was a huge like uh, motivator for me. Like he wants this and this is going to be real cool. I'm going to do these things. Uh, once we hung all the posters up, then he, he, there's been a really good vibe about it. Everybody's giving Ben good feedback for it. Mm-hmm. So we're ordering another round and we're going to put them other places. And, <laughs> Great. and I, we have more clubs all of a sudden that want to be a part yeah. of it. So I had to come up with actually a whole process for <laughs> making a club so that <laughs> yeah. it doesn't get out of, you know, the sitting in a chair club. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, so, so at any rate, but, to, if you're asking for me for my core, like why you mm. can feel my energy through all of that mm-hmm. on, on the clubs, is that inclusion piece. Like, again, every kid really needs to feel like they're home here and have a place here, have an adult in their life they can come to. If it's not a teacher or, you know, or myself or a counselor, a club leader mm-hmm. who's just going to play a game of chess or just yeah. going to play Dungeons and Dragons. You know, that's an adult in a life that wasn't there before, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and let's find your flavor. So we have a fashion club that's going to start and that's a whole different set of kids that might not want to do anything with boys volleyball or crew or, you know, sailing. Um, it's, it's getting them here. If you have a piece of ownership over this building, you're going to perform better in everything you do. I think, you know, and I think statistics would show that too. So, um, just that ownership piece and getting kids involved and then, uh, have another adult in their lives. That's hopefully powerful, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I, you know, I, I guess I'm a little like um, interested in you said that you think there's a, a good blend between your energy and the needs of this school. Hmm. So, what energy do you think, or are you hoping that you can breathe into this into the school, like this year and beyond this school, this year? I mean, I mean, it feels. Is it cheerleader energy or is it an energy of more yeah. reach out and get some get a friend or what? I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. Really, my question's bad. No, it's a but, good question. But I, but I'm curious what you envisioned that that the school needed you, which I don't disagree with. But what is it that you're bringing then to the school that that needed you? So, what? What Mr. Army articulated to me that was attractive is the cheerleader piece, exactly what it's been called before. Uh, uh, my inclusiveness has been called like the Pied Piper, I think, in Allendale. Okay. <laughs> like, uh-huh. My classes would grow and grow and grow, yeah. and we'd split them and hire more staff and grow and grow. <laughs> and, and I think that's, I think that's what it was. Is it, the, the, What you feel in the clubs is like, Let's grow. Let's grow. Let's do things. Let's all move together. Let's be a team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, hopefully the teachers will feel, you know, the, the presence of a cheerleader. I'm standing in your doorway. You're the best teacher. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think I did that to you. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's not fraudulent. It's real. Like there's there's serotonin and there's adrenaline that's pumped into people when there's positive energy bursting into your life at any minute of the day. You know what I mean? And I hope to be that for Mm -hmm. our staff and our students and and for mr army you know and whoever i can get a part of it um so he said there was a need for that and that is what i have provided before um elsewhere so when we hit june gosh whatever eight nine the last day of school for students you will feel successful if 
Mm. What? I will feel successful if my alt-ed students know me by name and my face, and I know them by name and by face. I will feel successful if I can walk through the hallways and get a hundred hand slaps, you know, or high fives uh, or more um, by kids who know me and I know them and we adore each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would feel very successful if the staff trusted me and they felt backed up by me. Um, I would feel successful the bus drivers and the custodians knew my name, knew my face, and felt backed up by me um, in any way possible, I think. So I don't know how I put that all on paper, yeah, um, um, but it's a feeling, you know. Yeah. When you when you shake hands with somebody, you know they're like, I got your back, or you know, like, you don't. So mm-hmm. I would feel honored if everyone felt like mm-hmm. I had their back. So. Cool. It's a tall order, but um, but it, it does feel like you're on your way. So... Um, a big old welcome to Spring Lake, and um, and thanks for joining us here. I have, I do have one last question. So mm-hmm. this is the question we end every one of these episodes uh, asking, mm-hmm. and it's this: If you just had one piece of advice for whoever listens to this, we have a, a range: students, parents, uh, community members, even unexpected listeners from all over the place. But just one piece of advice on on living a living a life worth living what's that piece of advice you'd offer uh, well somebody every piece of advice is stolen from somebody else so i'll steal mine and i can't tell you where i'm quoting it for be you and let everybody else deal with it (laughs) yeah (laughs) for real like you just be you and and if people don't like it then people don't like it if you're really good at something terrible something else be really good at something and fix the something else slowly as you go but be you and let everybody else deal with it beautiful thanks tony really nice chatting with you and uh appreciate it Thanks. That's it for this week's episode of the Share Tour Podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at The Share Chair, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com. This has been the Share Chair Podcast. Until next time.